0: To couture thoughts. Uh, today, with me, I have my friend Taylor. Hello. <laughs> um, and today, we're going to be talking about code switching. Um, so, I put out a tweet um, a couple of days ago basically saying that I refuse to code switch, especially in the workplace, for the comfortability of white people. And I'm going to further explain my thoughts on that. So, Taylor, like, what do you think code switching is? So, I think Uh, yeah, I pretty much think, like, code switching is, um, it's, like, especially for, like, people of color, like, changing the way we speak, like, for, in the, especially, like, in the workplace and stuff like that, for, to make, you know, to assimilate into the culture of the workplace, which is usually white people, um, so, and then, like, the dictionary definition is the practice of alternating between two or more languages or varieties of language in conversation, and then, um, and it's also like a coined term by people of color. It's like when black people switch the way they speak, act or interact with their colleagues within their company that they work for. So um, we've been working individuals. So like, I guess like, what job have you had and do you feel like you had to co-switch in that job?
1: So I've worked in the public pension office since my junior high school and before that, I worked City Hall and, yes,
0: yeah, like do you think you had to um, co-switch in those situations or like did you?
1: Um, I definitely felt like I had to, but at the same time, when I worked in department management, the majority of the office was people of color, okay. so I didn't feel like I had to co-switch that much. But in City Hall, yeah, I had to co-switch a lot and I didn't, I didn't like it because it felt like, I don't know, like. Me
0: being me, what's in Right, yeah. Yeah, so when I was 16, I started working at um, Marshalls. Um, now, but I, like, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood back at home. So, like, so the Marshalls I went to was predominantly white. Like, the, most of the customers were white, like, most of the people that worked there were white. But the, I guess the advantage I had was that most of us are teenagers, and of course, like, that's a teenage job. So I didn't feel like I had to, like, change the way I talked around, like, kids that like was my age um so I, but like when talking to managers i do feel like um i didn't okay the difference i feel like with t- code switching is i think people like maybe misconstrued because like professionalism and like talking like and trying to assimilate into white culture i think are two different things so i'm not gonna talk to my mom the same way i talk to my friends i don't think that's code switching like i'm not gonna talk to my boss the same way i would talk to my co-workers i just think it's like it's a level of respect when it comes to like higher ups so i did talk to my manager a little bit different but it wasn't like i'm not gonna like, uh, bring my voice up a little higher to make it seem like I'm just, I'm a nicer, happy for for person. I'm not gonna do that, <laughs> like you know, because I feel like well, that's not, no, that's not me. So especially like, because now we're like seniors. I'm in college. Um, for those who know, you don't, who don't know, I go to Howard University. We both go to Howard, and um, we're about to go into the workforce. I'm a marketing major. You're a, yes. Yeah. So like, we're like basically like we're about to go into corporate America, which is run by you know mostly white people. So like, do you, uh, like, how do you feel about like going on interviews with the, like with corporate places and like and, like starting to work in this like in this environment? Like, how do you feel about that? Honestly, a part of me isn't really excited about it because
1: I feel like there's so much rules, like you know what I mean? like with your nails yeah. and all that. I don't like have to feel like I can't
0: right like we literally have to have a whole the crown act literally just got passed like a couple of, or like they're working on it i'm not really sure but the fact that we have to have this type of thing for businesses to not just discriminate against people face like their hair that's just so stupid to me like and then why uh, so i was like i i'm sorry i don't if, I, if you don't want to hire me because my nails are too long or my hair is a certain color or, it's, or, or extra curly i don't want to work for you that's <laughs> i feel
1: like that's not an expression of me, like i like feel- for
0: you to be like, you can't have that yeah, I don't yeah, that's not you know like, that's like you really that's not like um my parents, you know, our parent generation are like the main ones that like did a lot of cold switching within the workplace. So I will talk to them about that. I'm like, because uh, they they have to still have the same mindset of uh, are you gonna go to the interview like with your hair like that? I'm like, yes I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, like because if they if they see that, if they don't wanna hire me for that, I don't wanna work for them regardless. So like why can't my work just speak for itself? So, of like being black and like if expressing yourself it's just like because they express themselves in different types of ways. Like they come to work with purple hair but like because they're white it's like it's easier for them to get away with that type of stuff. I feel like that's so stupid. I don't know. Um also they like um also with color switching, um do you feel like I guess um how do you feel about like using body or anything like that? Like or like so, like with your black coworkers? I don't know if like how like easy it is to change up. Like, do you feel like it's hard, tough? Like, I want to be like if we were talking in the workplace, and then like you see like your a white colleague. Do you feel like you have to change now that they walk into the room, or do you feel like um I'm like you know at this point it's already black, so I don't have to. I still feel like I have to change my white coworkers because I
1: feel like if I talk to you. If the way I talk, you'll still, you won't think I'm dumb, you won't think right. less of me.
0: But if I talk to them like that, I feel like they think less of me, so I right. switch up just in case. Yeah, I get that. I totally understand that. Especially, I feel like also with co switching, it may not all be like because we want to assimilate into white culture. It also could probably be because maybe they're not going to understand all the words that we say. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I, have to, I remember having to explain to, um, I said to one of my co-workers, I said, that costs a good grip. I was like, that means it costs a lot of money. If she was just looking at me, just like, what are you talking about? So I explained, like, oh, that means it costs a lot of money. So it's like, um, I guess, like, also, I guess because switching is not always, like, on the negative side. It's like, oh, I'm going to just, like, use less slang words because you probably not going to know what I'm saying. So I guess, like, it could be, you know, ups and downs to, like, you know, what it is. But, like, but for white comfortability, that's why I'm, like, I'm not changing nothing. I say, especially because, like, you, um, within, the, like, you know, this, environment, like, with Black Lives Matter and things of that nature, you need to, like, listen to, like, Black voices, or just people of color um, in general, I feel like it's very um, important right now, so, like, you know, because I don't know if you saw, like, how many, like, um, businesses, like, put out advertisements and, like, just things on Instagram once like, i saying they support of the movement things of that nature, so do you feel like that's mostly for show, or, like, you think that actually feel that way? Part of me feels
1: like it's for show, but I also feel like they only hear us if we present it a certain way. Like, if I were to just, like, if I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know how some people will say something and then another person will say something just because, what are you mm-hmm. like, say it.
0: <laughs> um but like, like yeah. it's like the difference yeah like like let's say like your mom tells you something and like you like yeah like mom is fine but then your friend comes to you and he's like you know what that's a good idea yeah <laughs> like what like like, it's like depends on who it's coming from and all of that like um that's like this is kind of old but let's talk about like the um the um uh, I guess the H&M, like with the monkey in the jungle shirt, like or whatever, like putting a black boy in a monkey shirt. It's just like, like you went through this whole line of people like to be able to like get this approved and everything and then you still put it out. And when people like back, like when people got backlash from it, it's like, who did not, who didn't you listen to like this? Like, or who, or like within the people of color, like even if they, they have them in the room like who was afraid to say something like um if they were afraid of like ridic- ridicule or things of that nature like they're like the well, same thing with assimilating into the white culture everybody else in the room are saying it's okay if you're not if you don't feel like you're strong enough or like you know i'm saying like you don't want to lose your job and things of that nature like you probably wouldn't say anything either so i don't know um it puts the lack of black people in the room or it was the lack of um comfort like comfortability within the people of color that were in the room to be able to speak so, like, I think that's why I think it's very important for these companies to, like, you know, make it, make sure they feel safe. Like, make sure people feel, feel safe in speaking and, like, listening to them.
1: Another reason why I feel like it's for sure, because now all of a sudden, other people want to hire Black people in those positions. But why did they take this? Right. Yeah. I feel like you're just, you're just doing it
0: because, you know, people
1: are going to start asking those questions. Like, why are they listening to them?
0: Yeah, so uh, I am famous uh, for saying that like I really don't like the diversity and inclusion, um oh, really? diversity and inclusion, like like oh we're doing this, we're doing that, like for diversity. Mm-hmm. I'm like why did you have to like put somebody in charge of that to make sure exactly. you're hiring like that's just weird. Like, why can't you just do it? Yeah, that's like that's just very weird. So like also like you know what I'm saying, like there's um we're both um dark skinned black women, so it's like it's like you know, so there's uh, levels to it too. Like they're they're more um apt to hire a light skin um like a lighter toned black uh, person. So it's like like we all have to. That's why like black more blacker um, darker skinned women are like straightening their hair more and things of that nature to like be able to get hired. And it's like and we also have like naturally deep, deeper voices. So I'm like all these things to be able to like just appeal to them. Others don't sit right with me. And like the fact that they need, and like when now that everybody's saying, like, oh, you don't have enough black in the office, they just now figured that out. Like, you don't know, like, when you walk around that, maybe there's not only two black people here, and you're okay with that. Like, so now that it's being ridiculed, like, you're being black, like, getting a lot of backlash for that, now you want to be like, oh, I'm gonna come to the the HBCUs to get, like, that's crazy to me. I don't know. It's just something about that. So now, actually, um, during my internship I met a um just wonderful wonderful lady and she I, um I was talking to her and she basically told me that like whenever you're interviewing with other companies and things of that nature like basically like the question she told me to ask was um do you feel like your company is safe for black women to work in and i felt like that was the best um, question i could possibly ask like you know how they say oh you have any questions for me like um within the workplace because a lot of either they're either a going to have a good answer or they're not going to fumble over their words and it's going to give you a good idea like do you want to work with them so like, i feel like that's a good question for any black person to ask especially now we're going into the workforce um it's like because there is a more white-led you know industry within like business and things of that nature I would you be comfortable be working and being the only black woman in the office? Would I be? No, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Like I, I know I it's probably would a well, yeah, I'll probably like it's kind of gonna be like hard. Well, maybe not, not maybe not now because of the whole diversity thing. But like it's kind of like the percentage of me being the only black woman in there is gonna is probably gonna be high. Um, so like I would have to. At that point if that's the, the only way that would probably work for me is if i know i probably can't like i won't be able to get like a um, you know better situation than what i'm in if that makes sense like um if i know that like because of course my whole my whole thing like when i graduate is like more gonna be like more than likely gonna be like minority-led businesses that i'm out that i'm applying for but like um with that there's only a small percentage of things that, like a small percentage of businesses that I at least that I know of, I have to do some more research of, like you know, I'm saying like marketing firms or like things of that nature. Like that will, um, I have to fill that position. So um, I don't know. i like I would want to work for like you know for, like the black-owned businesses and things of that nature. So I probably I wouldn't be the only black woman in the room. But like if I really take into consideration what the percentage of stuff are, I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but I probably wouldn't feel all that comfortable.
1: Me personally I feel like it would be a deal breaker because I feel like all throughout because I went to predominantly white school. Yeah. I feel like all throughout high school, middle school, I felt like I was like the yeah. like I was the one who to get have a seat at the table. And I always felt like I had to represent all the black women, all the black people. Oh and I don't, I, don't, I don't wanna do that anymore.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. total sense. I went to a predominantly white high school as well and I took um like AB classes, like advanced classes, so like, even like this, even when we are already a small percentage of black people, there's an even smaller percentage of black people in those advanced classes, which I feel like is really trash. I don't know why we're not, but you know. I
1: like, like because I did my senior project on like, it, because, like, what comes with co like, the kids that weren't able to do it as well, they got put in They didn't right. even really need it. Some of them were in foundation classes counting stars
0: like, right. like, in high school.
1: Like, so the.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it is crazy. I went like, back and like I guess going into high school. Did your high school do anything like with Black History Month at all? Not
1: really.
0: Like my school, they um they would play like we had music in the hallways for like passing time. So like during Black History Month, they played um just Black artists and the, for the music. I was like, <laughs> this is how we're celebrating. But like I remember one time in class. um, Black Lives Matter was being, like, it was real big at that point in time. Like, I think it was, like, maybe the start of it, because this is, like, actually just years back. And, um, I forgot, you know, like, I forgot who died, but, you know, I was getting killed out here, but, um, there was, we had a school project talking about, like, what's going on in the news. And I was going to, being the only Black person in the class, I was like, should I, should I talk about Black Lives Matter, or should I just go another route? And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know, what I'm uh, to me, I was like, you know, what? I'm not gonna fight that battle today. So I went on another route and talked about like uh, women's rights or something like that. And I re- instantly regretted it because somebody, actually, two somebody, made a pre- their presentation about Blue Lives Matter. And I was like, oh yeah, see, that's not I'm like. <laughs> so maybe I'm rethinking that you know, being the only black woman in the business in the corporate office because I don't wanna have those conversations. I don't wanna hear you have those conversations because somebody's going to get fired and it's probably going to be me because I'm like I'm too out of black. Right now, especially going to HBCU, I'm too outspoken at this point as I'm doing my life. And like I'm not gonna let none of that like I don't wanna hear none of that. Like being the only black person
1: would probably give me flashbacks. Like when you're in history class and then they start talking about slavery and then right. like everyone
0: look at Looks you, at like, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm like mm-hmm, i can't that's why like that's why i chose to go to HBCU. i'm not doing this no yeah, more like, like i remember asking ice up, like
1: arguments all the time about just just arguing about black people
0: yeah because
1: they just act like they know everything right
0: and not even that you know what's really sad is that like you like see the black people some of the black people that were um in our like you know in our um Predominantly white high school, and some of them don't even know the same things that we probably know. Like, I'm, I'm arguing with you, a person that looks like me, about this stuff. Like, are you serious? Like, who's not teaching you this? And my, like, honestly, I don't know if it was my parents or if it was my own will, like, going to researching myself. I don't know, like, or like going to a predominantly black school first and then going to um, predominantly white school. Like, like how, like how much knowledge I've acquired within the like for like about black people and things of that nature because they shown up they teach nothing. So.
1: There was this one
0: black kid in my school, and when Trayvon Martin died, he was like, "Trayvon deserved it." And I tell you, like, it was so many of us that were so pissed at him. Like, we used totally arguing with him, and it was not sticky. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, oh, I was. I remember when um, it was 2012. I just moved out to the um, white, like, the, my predominantly white neighborhood, and we had a mock. Um, a mock um, no election for um because it was Biden. I mean not Biden. It was Obama versus uh, I think Mitt Romney at that time. And we had like we all I was in middle school, so we were having a mock election. Like, what what, who will win at our school if we were the ones to decide? So I was having this conversation with my friends, my white friends, at um, lunch, and they were like, basically like I said, like basically we're talking about who we all voted. for and you can really tell who like knows what they're talking about, and like who just reciprocates things from their parents. And that's how I feel like people like how you know like how like I guess like racism spreads. Like you just hear stuff from like your parents and like you know what I'm saying, like or the news that you watch, and you just like you just spew it out like but without even knowing, like without even making up your own mind about what the stuff that they were talking about. Like they were like, oh well, Obama supports abortion, and I was like, <laughs> what? No, like, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Like, what does that have to do with you, though? Like, you don't have to get an abortion if you don't want to. Like, I promise you, you don't. Like, you know so No one's forcing nothing on you. Like, because he's, because they're pro, like, I guess I don't want to, I don't want to really go into politics right now. But, like, you can just shoot, like, you can sh- like, you can just see, like, the differences between, like, you know, white people and, like, black people, like, just basically, like, you know, like, because we, I guess, form our own opinions and, like, do our own research and things of that nature. And people, like, I think they just, like, some of them no but like just spew out like the things that they just hear without any type of backup or resources or any of that i don't know so um basically the moral of the story is i just i'm not i would no longer well i'm really never did but i will just no longer never will like i'm not gonna just sit there and try to make you feel comfortable with my blackness. i'm not doing it i don't think anyone should do it um, I like if you it is different if you actually like speak like you know speak differently like how you know, we say like they talk white I thought we should do we away with that term altogether but like the black people who like talk more um or like. Like it's like more educated, like you know, what I'm saying talk like differently, or have like you know a higher voice, or you know, like use their vocabulary, like like Tia, like how he be talking, um, like you know, so he sounds educated, but he also still has that southern swing and stuff like that. So like people will still look at him different, but I mean, like people who like you know, say use their vocabulary to the best of their abilities and don't want to talk. You know, what I'm saying with slang and stuff like that. Like, you shouldn't feel like you have to. Um, you should have to like dumb your stuff down for uh, quote unquote, to swap, talk to black people either. I feel so. Anybody else is like be yourself, and I don't think no one should ever judge you for that, or make you, or like pressure you into changing. Like, you don't have to assimilate into nobody else's culture. I'm trying to fit into white spaces. Yeah. just' I'm like I'm. 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 Like, I really want to just create my. Like, a lot of people are creating their own spaces. So I feel like that's a good. Idea, yeah. I'm like, I really want to just join any space that that's like curated by Black people. Um, I don't want to discount like, you know, all White people like at all, but at the same, but they they are used to seeing Black people a certain way, especially when they have like the power. Yeah. So they're like, oh well, you know, it's hearing Like, oh, you speak so well. Like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm confused. Like I don't, you know, saying especially. If you're not like, um, especially if you're not like being 100% like fully yourself, it's like, dang, like, so like, is myself not, you know, saying not the best, like, best way I'm supposed to be, or things of that nature. So, that can be really discouraging for black people. So, I just feel like, listen, I just, I just like, be yourself 100%. And if they don't want to deal with you, then that's not the place you need to be. <laughs> Well, let us know what your couture thought is um, in the comments below, and I will be sure to read them and reply. Thank you, and have a nice week. Bye. Y'all. Mm-hmm.